Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Weather woes from east. There's trees down everywhere. To west. This is as bad as it gets. Russian warplane hits U.S. drone. They collided with the aircraft, damaging the propeller. Backseat danger. Mid-sized SUVs that we evaluated have a lot of work to do. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, thousands don't have power in the Northeast because of a ferocious snowstorm. Thousands are out of their homes in California because of flooding. A rough situation on both coasts. CBS's Donya Backus has the latest on what's going on in the Golden State. Relentless rains pounded southern and central California, flooding roads in Ventura, northwest of Los Angeles, as a swollen creek forced evacuations in San Luis Obispo County. Definitely higher than it's ever been in my lifetime. About 100 people were trapped when floodwaters washed out roads and bridges into Larry County. We did airlift into multiple points across the county, emergency food rations. CBS's Lily Luciano reports this morning on the late season nor'easter that's plunged homes into darkness and fouled up traffic. Winter's first nor'easter pummeled its way across the region, dumping more than a foot of heavy, wet snow. Honestly, the heaviest snow I've ever seen. The power went out at Ana Troche's home in northern Massachusetts. My mom, she's got a heart monitor. She also has a sleep apnea machine that she needs to have plugged in at all times. Thousands of customers across the Northeast are still without power, including in Vermont, forcing Newfane's fire department to use a generator. It runs the whole station, so... If we need to take people in and get them warm or get them food or whatever we can with that. The U.S. and Russia are trading accusations after an American drone collecting intelligence near Ukraine's coast went down in the Black Sea after a confrontation with Russian fighter jets. Here's CBS's David Martin. A Russian jet approached from the rear, dumping fuel. U.S. officials believe the pilot meant to come up in front of the drone so it would fly into the fuel cloud, but pulled up too soon and clipped the drone's propeller. John Sullivan was U.S. ambassador to Russia at the start of the war. This is just a sign of Russia's aggressiveness and lawlessness. It happened 75 miles southwest of the Crimean Peninsula, a part of Ukraine seized by Russia. For more than half an hour, two Russian jets made a total of 19 passes on the unarmed drone. CBS's Errol Barnett has more on new efforts to find out what triggered the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. 
CBS News confirms the Justice Department launched an investigation, while the Wall Street Journal reports the SEC also began a probe into the former Silicon Valley golden child's collapse. Former CEO Greg Becker sold more than $3 million worth of his shares in the company, fewer than two weeks before his house of cards fell. The transaction was scheduled a month in advance and does not necessarily suggest wrongdoing. Jacob Frankel, a former SEC enforcement lawyer, says the investigation into potential insider trading is of most interest to him. What they're going to look at is what did the CEO know when he established the plan and was there any modification to the plan? There's an investigation into a close call at Washington's Reagan National Airport. This involved a United plane and an American Airlines regional jet. The regional jet may have made a wrong turn. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports on an FAA safety summit today. Former NTSB chair and CBS News transportation safety analyst Robert Sumwalt will be a moderator at today's FAA safety summit, bringing together players from across the nation's aviation system to better understand where the issues may be. I think these are very much precursor events that could be signaling there's something more serious in the system. The close calls come as airlines and the FAA have ramped up hiring and demand for travel has soared coming out of the pandemic. Some of this has to do with, of course, post-pandemic effects. Airline captain Laura Einsettler. We're now quickly hiring a lot of new people into the industry, our traffic control, maintenance, pilots, everything. So it's taking time to get everyone up to speed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. The state of Ohio is suing Norfolk Southern Railroad over last month's toxic train derailment and fire in East Palestine. It's a move to ensure the company pays for cleanup and future environmental testing. A Texas judge hears arguments today in a bid by anti-abortion groups to ban sales of an abortion pill nationwide. Legal scholar Megan Boone says the suit looks to block sales even in states where the procedure is still legal. If there is a nationwide injunction, the drug used for medication abortions will be off market in all 50 states, at least during the period where the injunction is in force. The EPA is proposing its first limits on what are known as forever chemicals or PFAS in drinking water. Melanie Benish is with the Environmental Working Group. Many of us have been exposed for decades, and that exposure is linked with some really serious health outcomes like some kinds of cancers, developmental and reproductive harms. Amid demands he resign over lies about his past, New York Republican Congressman George Santos has filed papers to run again next year. CBS's Nicole Killian has the latest on the Santos investigation on Capitol Hill. The House Ethics Committee has sent a letter to a prospective employee of Congressman George Santos. The individual filed a complaint with the panel last month accusing the New York lawmaker of sexual harassment. According to the letter reviewed by CBS News, the panel asked the individual to detail interactions with the congressman and provide documents and witness information within two weeks. A special prosecutor in the Rust movie manslaughter case is stepping down, Andrea Reeb says she doesn't want her job as a state legislator to interfere with the case.
More than half of all midsize SUVs fared poorly in new crash tests that focused on backseat protection. The risk there for a fatal injury is 46% higher than in front seats. Raul Arbalaez is with the Institute for Highway Safety. We continue to move the goalposts and create more challenging tests that we feel give consumers information about which vehicles are the safest. At Wellesley College in Massachusetts, students at the all-women's institution have voted to admit trans men and non-binary students. It's a non-binding referendum. The school's president opposes it. In Britain, the king has honored a member of Queen. In a quiet ceremony at Buckingham Palace, King Charles knighted Queen guitarist Brian May for his work in music and charity. May spoke about it a few months ago when the news came out. What a knight is supposed to do is go out and do good in the world. He says with the title Sir Brian, maybe he has a little more clout. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. For a legendary rock band, life over the years has been about albums, concerts, and court cases. The Rolling Stones' Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are headed to court for copyright infringement. Singer-songwriter Sergio Fernandez, who goes by Angel Slang, claims the rockers stole elements from his songs. Here's Angel Slang. And here's the Stones song, Living in a Ghost Town. The Rolling Stones released the track during COVID lockdowns in 2020. It was their first piece of original music in eight years. The band hasn't responded to the lawsuit. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Pittsburgh and Texas A&M Corpus Christi won the first March Madness play-in games as the NCAA basketball tournament is underway. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. 
I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.